You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, coming at you from the mothership here in Fargo, North Dakota, downtown Fargo, or it's a balmy. Five degrees below zero. That's right. It's awesome. But it's sunny, and the sun is shining in our hearts. We'd like to thank Bishop David Kagan for being with us this last segment. He's done a great job, obviously, as Bishop of Bismarck. We were talking about the North Dakota March for Life. And by the way, Eli was telling me that uh, that we, of course, uh, streamed it live. And I think you said the stream had over 3,000 views. Isn't that right now? So one of the best ever for Real Presence Live. So thank you. Obviously, we're all concerned about life. And it was a wonderful, wonderful time. So we'd like to thank everyone involved in that for supporting life. It's awesome. Speaking of supporting life and life in the womb and after the womb, we have two guests with us here from Catholic Charities North Dakota. We have Chris Haycraft, who's the Director of Pregnancy, Parenting, and Adoption Services at Catholic Charities North Dakota. Welcome, Chris. Hi. Thanks for having us. You betcha. And her sidekick (laughs) had to come along. No, Chad Prasowski, Director of Development and Community Relations. Hey, Chad. Hey, good morning, everyone. Good to be talking with you. Um, some of our listeners might not be familiar with you and what you do, so maybe just a little bit of talk about you know a little bit about you and how you how God called you to this certain uh, time in your life, and then a little bit about what you do. Sure. So I'm going to go first, if that's okay. You go for it, Chris. Sounds good. So in my life, I've always wanted to kind of be a, a servant, and I have a servant's heart and. Um, as a social worker, I feel really blessed to have found a home at Catholic Charities where we get to do exactly that. You know, we get to serve moms in need. We get to walk with them uh, throughout their pregnancy and that first year of life um, after the baby's born. And I get to work with the most amazing team of folks. Um, including from- Chad? Yes. Wow, okay. Absolutely, including <laughs> Chad um, from around the state that share that kind of servant's heart and, and being there for moms who might be in need. You know, Chris, we talk about servant heart. Just, I'll share this little personal note over the air, too. I, so I was writing an article for the upcoming uh, New Earth. And so I sent out to Chad and Chris and other people to see, you know, do you have any um, suggestions? And Chris had some wonderful suggestions on how to phrase things. And I want to thank you. As I said, your heart is a lot like my mom. You talked about having a servant heart, and you do. And like I said, I just see my wife does, too. And just the way you encouraged me to phrase things was very, very helpful. And so I want to thank you. For that. Absolutely. And thanks for, you know, showing us the article and letting us be a piece of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chad, what about you? Yeah, you know, um, I've been blessed to work at Catholic Charities for about uh, half a dozen years now. And I appreciate the opportunity to incorporate my faith into my work. And um, it's been, yeah, great working there. And one of our um, our greatest, um, you know, blessings at Catholic Charities North Dakota is part of our Pregnancy Parenting and Adoption Services Program. Um, Catholic Charities has been around for, what, 98 or so years wow. now. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, it's been around for a long time. And, uh, you know, our start um, at the heart of it was our adoption services. And so it's been a part of who we are and what we do. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, Chris has a great gift for that, her and her team, and working with moms in need. And so this year, um, we're excited to really be able to feature that um, even more so. Mm-hmm. Um you know, in conjunction with the efforts of the church. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to talk more specifically about uh, that walking with moms in need in just a little bit. Chris, let's go back to you for a little bit. Tell us a little more about the pregnancy, parenting, and adoption services. Right. So we call it the PPAS program because that's a mouthful. I pregnancy, like that. Parenting, and Adoption Services program. So the PPAS, PPAS program at Catholic Charities North Dakota um, is an amazing program where we get to walk alongside expectant parents throughout their pregnancy um, and for as long as needed after that baby is born. And so women come to us um, from anywhere around the state, and our only qualification to work with someone is that they need to be expecting a child, um, and they need to live in North Dakota. Um, And so when women come to us, we really just join with them exactly where they're at. And so some women come and they, you know, have a stable job, they have a place to live, um, they have income coming in, health insurance, they're receiving medical care, and they just want to know a little bit more about adoption. And some women come to us without any of that. They have no place to live. They might be in an abusive relationship. Um, They are maybe using drugs or alcohol. Um, and find out they're pregnant. And so we just work with a mom exactly where they're at when they meet with us, and we make sure that we can help them get their basic needs met. You know, let's make sure that we have food in your belly and a warm place to sleep every night. Um, And then after that, we really start talking about that pregnancy and making sure we're supporting them in that pregnancy. Are they taking care of themselves? And and what is really going to be best for that baby? Um, so we talk about the adoption options, we talk about parenting options, and we really look at those in detail. That decision-making counseling is a huge piece of what we do, um, really challenging women and, and their support systems. Lots of times um, the, the fathers of the babies, extended grandparents, things like that, um, really talking about what is what is best and really challenging them. And so once they kind of come to that decision, then we go with it. So if they are thinking that parenting is the best for them, then we start looking at preparing them to be a parent, teaching them what it means to be a good parent, making sure that they have a stable, loving environment um, to bring that baby home to, as well as a big piece of what we do is babies need a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> one, one of the greatest things that we do is we have awesome uh, folks in our community that donate to us, then we can donate that back to moms. So they're not worrying about bottles and diapers and wipes and formula and all of those kind of things. We're able to say, you take care of the big stuff, we'll take care of that little stuff, mm-hmm. um, so that when baby is born, you can bring them home into a prepared environment. So then on the other side, if women and families believe that adoption might be the best choice for their child, then we help them prepare for that adoption journey. And we have licensed, not licensed, approved, um, home study approved families who are just waiting, waiting to be needed, waiting to bring that baby home into their family. And women get a chance to, to kind of explore them um, and find that best fit. And then there's lots of openness in adoption. And so it's really fun to watch kind of two families become one and then our job is just to walk with them through that journey. Because as they meet a new family, those first couple of minutes are really uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, what do we talk about? And then it's just watching God, just just his hand in this. It's just amazing the, the small connections that they make. You know, oh my goodness, you ran a, a marathon at Disney World? I ran a marathon at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Just very strange connections that just help grow these two families together. And so then our role 
is to just help with that process. So good. We're talking with Chris Haycraft and Chad Prasowski. You're from Catholic Charities, North Dakota, about uh, what they do. And also, uh, we'll be getting to a special program called Walking with Moms in Need. A little personal story here before we go on. So you two know, but maybe, and some of our listeners know, that my wife and I adopted a child. It was been November of 2019. And, of course, we worked with, we worked with Tisha there, you know, the people, great Catholic church. They were wonderful. It was really amazing walking through it. Because, you know, quite honestly, you know, I've got two master's degrees, and I looked at this paperwork and said, Honey? <laughs> <laughs> it's intense. <laughs> but, but, the, but the point is, the great help. She said, yeah, it looks intimidating, she says, but no, we'll take it. She came out to our place. We went into there. Everything was, it really was pretty sweatless, even for a guy. You know, I, <laughs> I was able to navigate it with without much of any problem. And, and so I just want to encourage people, while it can seem daunting, you know, the relationship, the paperwork, whatever it is, you know, God takes you through it and you help us through it. It really was. And now, like I said, we're so happy. I'm 59. I have a, I have a three-year-old, you know, and so... Yeah, anyway, it's, it's awesome. You know, God calls you to it, he'll see you through it. It, re- it really has been a great experience and, and continues to be one. Chad, you got a couple minutes before the break. I'm not sure exactly where you want to go, but maybe she talked about how we help these women. Maybe talking about some of the initiatives that you guys have in order to, uh, to help these women that are in need. Sure. And I, I just add too, you know, she talked earlier about, you know, um, they're licensed professional social workers. And mm-hmm. so um, they have the training and the skill set to be able to. Um, you know, when, when a lot of us were like, oh, you know, what do you say? I don't necessarily know what to say or how to approach this. And that's where Chris and her team really stand out. And they're mm-hmm. different because they do have the social worker training mm-hmm. along with their hearts for ministry. And I've seen that. And she shared with me some of the God moments that they've had in their work. And it's it's incredible. And so, you know, the, the ways I can support that, um, you know, we, we try to work together. And so in the past few years, we've done a crib project. Um you know, in some of our, our local parishes, um, we've given talks. So, you know, we've we've done a crib project at St. Ann Joachim in uh, Fargo, um, at the Basilica in Jamestown. We've given talks at parishes in Minot as well. And uh, really trying to reach out um, to to let people know just about about um, adoption and some of the services that we offer to those in need. So there's the educational aspect. We've we've spoken at um, schools. Um, her and her team have presented to you know different uh, county services, different providers, um, you know medical um, um, facilities, and so. The education, but then the support, like she talked about. So in order for us to be able to to help moms that almost have nothing sometimes, you know, we collect them through that crib project where we'll set up a crib in a church, and then anyone that wants to can donate diapers and um, different things like that, as well as um, we've, we have this new event, and I'll let Chris tell you about that. Um, it's really exciting. We had the first time this fall, and we're hoping to do that again. Talk to us, Chris. So... Um, excuse me, we did an event called Bundle Up Your Baby Bump. Mm -hmm. And it was wonderful. And it was absolutely amazing. So I have gotten so many um, donated baby items. My administrative assistant and I took them all (laughs) home and washed them so that they were all clean and ready to go. Um, And then we set it out kind of like a thrift store um, and took a Saturday and invited folks in need to come on in and get whatever they might need and the stories that we heard were just so heartfelt. Um, you know, folks needing diapers or needing some baby outfits. And, and everybody was willing to say, you know, kids grow so fast. 
when are you doing this again? Because I will bring these back for mm-hmm. the next time. Nice. Because I want to continue to give because this was so meaningful to me. Yeah. So, and I remember that project. Meters and Chris, your associate's office were full. Like, hey, Chris, are you there behind the you know, <laughs> It was awesome. And, and the Saturday event said that that's great. You know, and, and again, I love the name, too. I don't know who came up with that name, but it was, it was, it was an awesome name. Did you come up with it, Chad? I cannot take credit for that. <laughs> no, it was Alyssa from our office, and ah, we thought that's okay. perfect. That is the perfect name. Absolutely. Well, as you can tell, we're having a lot of fun here with Chris Haycraft and Chad Prasowski from Catholic Charities North Dakota talking about helping women and moms in need. We have more coming just around the break. So you're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Real Presence Live here. My name is Tim Mosier, your host. We're having fun here in the studio. A joyful time, that's right. And I stand corrected. I said I thought it was 5 below outside. I was told it's 12 below outside, 31 below wind chill. And Eli... Our crack producer says that's two degrees warmer than Fairbanks, Alaska. That's right. Not Anchorage. Anchorage is on the water. Fairbanks is inland. We're two degrees colder. Did I say warmer? Yeah. Okay. Fairbanks is two degrees warmer. We're two degrees colder. Fairbanks wind chill is nine degrees warmer than us, right? So we're colder, colder, colder. You want cold? You come here. <laughs> but you want warmth in your heart? Come here. 
You know, Christy and you and Chad both touched on something. By the way, I'm talking with Chris Haycraft and Chad Prasowski from Catholic Charities, North Dakota. A um, couple things that really just struck me that both of you were talking about. Number one, what's best for the child? That's such an important... You know, and being an adoptive father, I, I'm starting to get it. Starting to get it. <laughs> but it's, it's so true. and that, That's what it's all about. And also talking about, you know, these God moments Chad mentioned. And you've, we've all had a lot of them. But Chris, why don't you maybe start off by sharing one of your God moments with us, and then we'll continue from there. Sure. So I think... It was probably maybe three or four days into this position, mm-hmm. and uh, we got a call that one of the birth moms that we had been working with uh, was in labor, um, and there wasn't there was going to be some complications, and there wasn't a NICU in the state available, mm. so they had to fly mom to another state. So um, our Bismarck worker and myself get in the car, and we travel to that other state. And I am brand new to this position. I am really kind of brand new to adoption. And I get to sit in a waiting room with the birth mom's parents, the adoptive family, their parents. I get to watch just the love and the support to come together, you know, sharing stories and, you know, one made gifts for the other and for the baby and um, just watching that was the, one of the most beautiful things mm-hmm. I thought I would ever see. But I get to see that over and over and over again. Um, and so I just knew from that moment that I was in the right place and this this is home for me. Mm. Thanks for sharing. What a great blessing. Absolutely. You know, adoption, what a beautiful option. And Chad, that's changed a lot over the, the last uh, several years, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, just uh, the process and everything there, too. And it was fun as I'm just thinking of that. And, and Chris has shared with me, you know, she'll come into the office sometimes and, you know, she'll have a smile on her face on Monday and like, oh, you know, well, what happened? And, oh, she had a baby this weekend. And, uh, <laughs> he you always know? gives me a hard time. I'm not supposed to. I had a baby this weekend. <laughs> it's awesome. But you think about that and people have asked me, you know, about the, the program and stuff and, you know, just how, how much that takes um, to do that. Because those of us that, you know, that have gone through and, and have children and um you know you think about having a baby and everything that you know goes through that the whole pregnancy the nine months and stuff and so i mean they get to help um you know many women each year with that in that process and it's just what goes into that and being there for them and how they become you know almost like family for them uh you know some women that just don't don't have anyone to walk with them and mm-hmm. so you know one of the words talking about is how she uh her, her team accompany those in need and as a church, it's it's amazing, and so you know, just over the years, the the changes that that's happened, and so you know, you look at the services that we offer free to any mom, anyone that's pregnant, you know, moms and dads. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. Love to support them both. And, I need and help work too, through that. <laughs> yep, and, and that opportunity, you know, you can't say that you know we we don't offer all kinds of support and stuff, and that's why I'm excited this year that we have the the walking with moms in need um, effort through the uh, USCCB, the uh, National Catholic Bishops Conference. Absolutely. So Walking with Moms in Need, exactly. Thanks for introducing that for us. So what is it? The USCCB has introduced this initiative, especially because we look, okay, we look at Pope Francis, right? As he said, we need to be aware and help people on the peripheries, right? The margins of society. And one population that finds themselves on the margin of society many times are these pregnant women, you know, m- m- maybe single women, you know, in need with, with young children. How do we concretely help them? Okay, we pray for them, right? But they say, we- we've got to do more. 
And so this initiative that the USCCB put a walking with moms in need, that's great. It was, it was supposed to start last year, actually, in the Diocese of Fargo, but because of COVID, we Bishop Fuller postponed it. Basically what happens, it's, a, it's an intentional initiative the parish is it's going to be parish-centered, right? I mean, the diocese kind of coordinates, but a parish-centered idea to identify resources in three different areas that are available, pregnancy resources, um, other resources such as food, housing, employment, all these type of things, and then also specific resources that the parish itself has, these three areas, so they can concretely have, when a woman comes, you know, what can I do? They've got, hey, we've got this, we've got this, we've got that, not send them somewhere else and, you know, and just, I don't know. And so I think that's wonderful. It's going to be an intentional effort for parishes to identify that and then walk with these moms in need. It's set out over five phases, and it's, it's going to be wonderful. actually going to start it in, in March, uh, also commemorating three important events, uh, Feast of St. Joseph, of course, who walked with a mom in need, uh, Mother Mary, right? <laughs> Even though what, what they were doing, it, it appeared scandalous, right? Think about that. The difficulties are, right? Also the Annunciation, of course, which is March 25th, and of course that is also the anniversary of Evangelium Vitae. So a great, great idea to start this, and we're we're excited to walk with you on this project. Yeah, it's a it's a blessing to be part of it. And you know, I just go back to this um, a few years ago. Um, so um, we um, Chris was interviewed for an article with the uh, the Fargo Diocese with their newspaper, um, the New Earth, and the editor Paul Braun wrote on there, and he basically described. He said, you know, Catholic charities and our adoption programs, it's like a one stop shop. And so we can support that because we already know and we have access to those resources. And so it's great because, you know, our agency is unique and we cover the entire state of North Dakota. So we're closely with both the Fargo and Bismarck diocese. And so, you know, we have that opportunity to support them and, and be part of this initiative. And so for our part, you know, part of it is just letting people know about Catholic Charities North Dakota, the resources that we offer and it's word of mouth. Yeah. You know, a lot of times um, people come to us or referred by someone else, by a caring you know, family member, friend, um, someone with their parish, someone in the community they know that says, you know, why don't you talk to Chris or her team? And so we just want to let people know that we're out there yeah. and um, try to reach out to them this year. I appreciate that. You know, Chris, when when I, you know, I, I'm new to this job, but I've only been in a few months, you know, so my head's still spinning, you know, but... Uh, when I found out about this initiative, I thought, okay. First thing I thought was overwhelmed because I said, I don't really know myself what resources are available. So I reached out to Chris and Chad and he said, oh, yeah. And Chris, you did such an amazing job. What you're doing, it's not a comprehensive list, but you've put together an initial list of resources from these, these three areas I'm talking about. And, mm-hmm. and we're going to provide that to the priests and to the parishes. They have somewhere to start. Talk a little bit about that and uh, why we're providing it and some of the great uh, services available. Right. So, well, thank you for saying that it's not a comprehensive right. list yeah. because I am kind of adamant about that. Like, um, <laughs> By the uh, way, that was in my first letter. It was comprehensive. You guys said, no, no. <laughs> no, no, not comprehensive. So there are just phenomenal resources um, out there to help moms in need. And so I just came up with some, some of those basic resources um, as a starting point. And then we're going to provide that, you know, to the parishes. And then the parishes are going to fill in the unique aspects that they know of mm-hmm. in their community, in their parish. And that's not always an organization. You know, sometimes that is the grandmother that lives down on Main Street that just has a wonderful heart and would be able to, to provide a couple hours a week of childcare for a brand new mom who 
hasn't slept in two weeks and, and <laughs> thinks maybe taking a shower would feel wonderful. <laughs> you know, and so really looking at all the resources that each of our parishes have that can really wrap around a mom in need and and make a change in her world that will be lasting, you know? And so I created a a small list of some of those things, you know, like the Women's Care Center, um, Rape and Abuse Crisis Center, you know, just some of those things that we, you know, know are there, but maybe we need the address and the phone number and the website real handy. Um, but what is going to be so, so special is all of those unique aspects that the parish can bring for moms in need. That's so true. And, you know, in, in my mind, it's almost the idea of subsidiarity, too. In other words, sometimes we miss what's most available to us at that local level. We're waiting for some, you know, and, and I love to see that that, that that initiative, you know. And you talked about the one-stop shop, Chad. I almost said one-stop shop. I guess I said that right. I, I think that's so awesome to see. Um, also, if you know, we've got about five, six minutes left here. We probably should just touch on this a little bit. Uh, so maybe people might be sitting there thinking, okay, you know, uh, well, it sounds like a great program. I'll wait for my parish to get going or whatever. But, you know, there's something. What can people do right now, Chad? I mean, there's, there's some things they can do right now to help out, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as we're talking and, and listening to the two of you, um, there's a thought that keeps coming to my mind. And, you know, I just think of, uh, you know, St. Um, pope John Paul the Great, and he talked about the first the first thing he said when he was elected pope was, be not afraid. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a message that we need to share, and, and people need to, to hear that. And we say that to, to anyone that's pregnant, you know, don't be afraid. Um, we're there to help you. And we say that to everyone listening, all of our viewers right now, with everything going on in our uh you know, with, uh, with the health situation, with our society, um, you know, just I think we need that message of, of don't be afraid. Um, and so, you know, in a related way, there are concrete things we can do. And so you mentioned, you know, the principles of subsidiarity that a lot of times we can do more at the local level in your, your parish, your community um, that can make a bigger difference in someone's life than, than all the stuff going on nationally. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, that's what solidarity is, is walking with others, mm-hmm. um, putting ourselves in their shoes, helping them out. Like you said, volunteering, you know, a friend and neighbor to, to help um, help watch little kids. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bring a I'll, I'll sign up for that. <laughs> you know, you know? Um, that would, you know, that would be a phenomenal thing. But, you know, as far as a concrete thing, like we said, we're always accepting, uh, you know, donations, diapers are always there. Um, gift cards are great to, to buy formula for those that need it and stuff. And then, I mean, I, you know, I serve as a director of development and community relations. And so, you know, the obvious thing is that, um, for all the listeners, um, most of you all are aware of Giving Hearts Day is coming up tomorrow. Uh, that's Thursday, you know, February 11th. And so Catholic Charities North Dakota, we're one of the, uh, we've been participating um, almost since the beginning as a, you know, a health organization and stuff. And so, um, you know, anyone can go online, givingheartsday.org, give to Catholic Charities, any of their favorite um, charities to help support our pregnancy, parenting, and adoption services. Um it's one of our biggest uh, fundraisers and ways to support Chris's program and all the good work we do with Catholic Charities. So I'd invite anyone uh, listening to consider doing that as a concrete way right now that they can help moms in need. Absolutely. You know, getting back to the Be Not Afraid, John Paul II had a, had a great mentor about 2,000 years ago who uh, I was fond of saying that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, that's so true. That's so true, you know. And, and quite honestly, and, and I, don't, I don't do this to point an accusing finger. I, I think about it, though, because John says in his epistle, you know, perfect love casts out fear. 
when we really and truly love God and love our neighbor, we are trusting in God. We're not afraid. Okay, Lord, we don't know how it's good, how you're going to make it turn out, but we know it's going to turn out well. You know, I, I think that's important. Quick little story you talked about uh, this helping people watching children. So, um, long story short, a brother came uh, this couple a couple of days ago to one of his sons, and his girlfriend uh, car, car's cold, doesn't have a garage, so she gets a, a little heater we can put on her crankcase, right? And so she comes over to my. I had a heater garage, you know, so we're putting it in there, you know. And my, my wife's, you know, she's making pizza, ma- ma- making apple crisp, you know. So it, it's awesome, right? You know, our little boy Romeo is just loving this, right? <laughs> well, I'm in formation with the diaconate, and we're looking for someone to watch Romeo so Veronica can be with me. And just just out of that. Just, you know, that, that thing of helping her out. She says, I would be so happy to watch your son. Come over to your house and watch your son so you guys can do this that weekend. It's just like, you know. Wow. Veronica, she just, she almost started crying, right? Because she's thinking, she has to do all this. To help. Who's going to watch, who's going to watch Romeo when we try to do this? You know, and sometimes, sometimes no one is available, you know, so she can't come all the time. And so just that idea, you know, of how God, who knew that, right, she'd want to, Buy this thing, right? We can put it on. But hey, by the way, I can watch Romeo, you know, plus we all the great food, you know. It's, it's really a great thing, you know. So, Chris, I know that you have a, I think you had a great, great quote from uh, St. Teresa, if I remember right, that really kind of hits the nail on the head. Why don't you share that with our listeners? I do. I, this is, this quote just means the world to me. So, Christ has no body on earth but yours, no hands but yours. Yours are the eyes through which Christ's compassion for the world is to look out. Yours are the feet with which he is to go about doing good, and yours are the hands with which he is to bless us now. Mm. And in our program, I feel like every day we get to be the hands and feet of Christ, and it is it is such a blessing. Amen. Amen to that. That's for sure. I mean, that's the, the mis- message and the mission, you know, love others as, as God has loved us. And, uh, you know, and I, uh, I asked for, you know, viewers' uh, financial support, but, uh, you know, we ask for your prayers. Um, please keep our, um, our pregnancy, parent, adoption services, Catholic Charities, North Dakota, in your thoughts and prayers. Um, there are so many people, you know, struggling right now, and we try to try to assist a lot of those in need that come to us. And so, um, it was an agency um, providing counseling. Um, we are offering telehealth services for those now in need, and um, you know, creatively finding ways to uh, to serve. You know, the vulnerable, the elderly, those with intellectual disability, and, you know, we serve as guardians for them. And uh, it's a challenge, but, you know, it's also, uh, it's fun to try to turn some of those challenges into blessings as well. Yeah, and every challenge is an opportunity for a blessing, absolutely. You know, when you talk about Teresa of Avila, I just can't help but think of another Teresa, we all know, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. And I love what's called the five-finger gospel, you know. I mean, she, she was so profound. When she died, her possessions fit in a shoebox, a prayer book. And a pair of sandals. That's what she owned. And yet, and, and spiritually dry for many years, right? And yet she was peaceful, dry. Look what she did. But anyway, you did it to me, right? That she says, that's the gospel right there. You go to Matthew 25, right? And, and that's so true. How do we help those in the greatest need, the least of these, right? And we talked about that. I love the fact that your mission, you know, Chad and Chris, is accompanying, walking with these people in need. And and that is so good. Your heart for it, you, you it, it's amazing what you what you guys do, what you're willing to do. I really appreciate that. And I'm really very blessed to be able to you know have the diocese partner with you. I'm the respect life director for the Fargo Diocese Tour to partner with Catholic Charities North Dakota on this very very important project. You know, I mean, really make putting concrete action into what is said in the gospel. So, I've got a couple minutes left, Chris. What are some other thoughts you might want our listeners to know before we go? 
You know, I just want everyone to know that we know that there are moms out there who are struggling. We know that there are moms who are in need. And we also know that they don't always know about the services out there, and they don't always know about Catholic charities. And so I just ask that everybody would think about those people in their world and think about somebody who might be hurting or might be in need and help to to reach out their own hand, but also to say, you know, let me tell you about a place that can walk that journey with you and make sure that moms in need do get to us and so that we can, you know, hold their hand and we can make sure that their needs are met and that that child is at the center of everything that they do. I think that's so key, you know, and Chad, before I get your final thoughts, she just said something that, that hit me again, talking about what's best for the child, you know. And you talked about the opportunity for these, these challenges to become great opportunities and blessings. Maybe just a quick little thought about, because you, you have a child with special needs, as do I. Just, just, just that blessing of having that, and the blessing for your other kids, right? Having to, being able to help that child who's in special need. You know, each, uh, it's just, a, it's amazing the gift of, of children in general. And you think about that, and it always struck me, you know, um, when you'd be just walking around, um, you know, at church, at a store in the community, and sometimes, you know, a little, you, you know, your little child can just smile at someone yeah. and they just look up. And especially if it's a lot of times, you know, someone that's older and, and they see the smile of a child, it just brightens their day. And there's nothing that I could say or do that could have that same impact. And that's where you see just that, what a gift children are. And so, you know, my, my hope, my prayer is that, you know, as a society, we will We'll recognize that and and act accordingly and and just realize what a gift that the children are to us and um you know so so we look at that and you kind of wonder you know what are what are we called to do and how we can help and get involved and so you know I'd invite anyone listening that might be struggling might be in need especially you know if there are any moms or you know some moms um you know to to reach out to us um you can call us Catholic Charities seven zero one two three five four four five seven or a lot of times, you know, um, someone that's a little scared and, and stuff, uh, you know, visit our website. Um, it's a little less intimidating, catholiccharitiesnd.org. Learn about our program. See that. And, uh, you know, reach out. And anyone that wants to get involved, you know, reach out to Chris or myself. And uh, we'd love to connect and visit with you. Um, help you to help others. Mm, amen. Amen. Wonderful. This is Chad Prasowski and Chris Haycraft from Catholic Charities, North Dakota. Let's end with a short prayer, shall we? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the gift of moms, the gift of families, the gift of children, Lord. We thank you for the gift of Catholic Charities, North Dakota. Lord, help us to open our hearts to those in greatest need. Help us to avail ourselves to the, the ways you've already provided for us to help these women in need and help us to move forward consciously helping those on the margins. We thank you for this program. We thank you for all those who are going to help these mothers in need. We ask this in the name of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Chris and Chad, thanks so much for coming by. Well, thanks thank again. Yeah. Thanks I look so forward much to, for having us. I look forward to walking down the hall and chatting with you guys in your offices this afternoon. Sound cool? As do I. All right. Thanks so much. We appreciate that. All right. Well, up next, I'm going to share what's on my mind. A little something I like to call campus conversations. I was on campus for 30 years in various capacities. Some kind of cool things going on. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this.